Welcome to the Best Seller Secrets Podcast, where business owners learn how to crush their goals with their own best-selling book. I'm your host, Rob Kosberg, and on today's episode, we're going to discuss the importance of attracting your specific, perfect, ideal audience and ideal client with your best-selling book. Not long ago, I was speaking to a good friend of mine who is actually a pretty well-known speaker and best-selling author, national bestseller. And she was frustrated because she was sharing with me how the kind of people that she was attracting into her coaching business was exactly the wrong kind of people. Now, she speaks regularly and she receives quite large fees for speaking. The problem is she's been pigeonholed into a, a certain type of speaking as well as a certain type of coaching because her book is attracting to her more newbie clients in her coaching space. That is the exact wrong kind of client. She is not as interested in working with newbie clients as she was in the very beginning. And so now, because that's who she's attracting, uh, she sees her coaching business really struggling. So you need to make sure that you're very, very specific with the kind of book that you're writing because you are going to be using that book to attract your ideal client. It's similar to a Hollywood actor being stuck in a type of role. Uh, maybe you hit it out of the park with your book, but if that book is not attracting to you the exact kind of customer that you want, you unfortunately are going to have a problem. So there are three big rules that we focus on with our clients when it comes to the hook, the title, the subtitle, and the content of their book to make sure that it is attracting the exact right kind of person. Rule number one, you need to be super narrow in the kind of person that you're trying to attract. This is actually the biggest mistake that most authors make. They think that going broad will enable them to reach more people, and by reaching more people, they'll sell more books. And perhaps that is true. If you have a really large audience, and all you're trying to do is sell a lot of books, and you don't care who you're selling the books to, then of course, going broad is fine. But the reality is, if you're a business owner, if you're writing a nonfiction book, you need to be as specific as possible. My book, Publish, Promote, Profit, is a Wall Street Journal bestseller. It sold about 75,000 copies, which that's pretty good. It's really good. But the reality is that's nothing compared to a big fiction novel or a broad um, general nonfiction book. The beauty for me, though, is it's generated about $4 million in revenue to my business in just the last three years. That's because it's attracting to us the exact kind of person that I'm looking to work with with our done-for-you services company, Bestseller Publishing. So as an example, let's say that you're writing a corporate culture book and you have your methodology on teaching how corporations should maintain a great culture and happy employees so they can grow. While that's fine, 
uh, you should be as specific as possible. Do you work with the Fortune 500? If you work with the Fortune 500, then perhaps a corporate culture book specific to Fortune 500 companies. Now, yes, small business owners may still buy that book, but the reality is you're really trying to attract the Fortune 500 the people that can write you really big checks for consulting gigs into your business, then speak to them directly. Or perhaps you're writing a corporate culture book that deals with supporting innovation. Maybe you deal with tech companies or those that are on the forefront of AI. Then write that. In other words, you can't be too narrow when trying to attract your ideal client. If your ideal client is somebody that is very, very specific to your business, then please, by all means, write to that person. Rule number two, don't just focus on demographics, focus on psychographics. So oftentimes we'll ask our clients, so tell me, who is your ideal customer? Who are you trying to attract with this book? And they'll begin with demographics. Well, my ideal customer avatar is a 35-year-old female. Uh, she is affluent. Uh, she lives in the Northeast, etc. If you're that specific with the demographics, fantastic. The reality is, though, psychographics are really more important. Psychographics talk about the attitudes somebody has on certain subjects, uh, their social status, their daily activities, their personality traits. These kinds of things are more important. Where you can find that person, the magazines that they read, the books that they read, the movies that they watch. If you can learn more about the psychographics of your ideal client, Client, then you are going to be much more effective in attracting them with your book, with your hook, your title, your subtitle. Rule number three, and really important, is make sure you understand their fears and frustrations and their wants and aspirations. These things, these attitudes that somebody has are really the greatest motivators that a person has. And they're different. Fears are different than frustrations. If you're writing a book on fitness or weight loss, in the everyday life of somebody that needs to lose 20, 30, 40, 100 pounds, that individual is dealing with frustrations like their clothes perhaps don't fit properly, right? I have my fat shorts, and then I have my uh, everyday shorts that I'm working hard to fit into, right? And so the reality is I'd rather not be wearing my fat shorts. I'd rather be wearing the everyday shorts because my body is lean and because I am uh, in, in good health and fitness. So there are frustrations that people feel, but those aren't fears. Fears are much deeper, right? Fears having to do with potential health concerns. Fears having to do with, will I be there to see my kids get married, uh, my grandkids grow up, etc. Oftentimes, these are the real great motivators for change in somebody's life. The same is true with wants and aspirations. We have daily wants, but in a much bigger way, we aspire to something in our life. So think through, make a list. What are the fears and the frustrations of my ideal client? What are the wants and the aspirations of my ideal client? If you speak to those desires and those concerns, then you are going to attract the right person to your book and to your business. 